This is the Ignition Point, Clayton Bradley Academy's podcast, where every day we work to help students excel through critical thinking, problem solving, collaboration, and use of our lifelong guidelines and life skills. This is a part two of an interview with Brittany Ryden. She is the Director of Enrollment Management here at Clayton Bradley Academy. And in this episode, she's going to continue our discussion on our admissions process, new students coming into our school, parent tours, and various other things. So at this time, we rejoin the interview with Brittany Ryden. One of those events, we, we've played with a lot of names, but we call it Ignite. Um, and it is an event that we invite all these new students to, to just say, like, come and, and, and see what's going on on campus. And, and we run a lower school and as well as an upper school, and they're a little different. Uh, what, what goes on for a little bit of the Ignite, um, I guess, event? Yeah. Um, so the purpose of that event, it's, it's basically a chance to connect with different parts of the school, different people in the school, um, and kind of get a little bit of a, a preview before the student starts at CBA. So that's typically in May. At the end of May, there's a different night for um, lower school and then a different one for upper school. Um, and all the teachers are there. Um, typically, students get their um, teacher, like their classroom assignment for which teacher's class they will be in. Um, so they can kind of meet their teacher. Um, and also meet with some of the related arts teachers um, or elective teachers. Um, we, typically we have you know, a uniform um, booth where they can learn more about, families can learn more about uniforms, um, you know, t-shirts, spirit wear. There's just a lot of different things. We yeah. typically have food trucks so that um, you, know, you can get some food while you're here and just socialize and kind of have a meet and greet with other families um, in your child's grade band basically and I said new students but it's really for all of our students uh, to Mm -hmm. attend and and be able to see things because as you're going from one grade level to the next sometimes there's new opportunities that you can find out about during that it could be a new sports team or it could be a new club a new um, after school activities we have we have a little bit of everything on campus that night it's a lot of fun that night is a a lot of high energy you know and, and there's kids running around and you're getting to meet new people and and with the food trucks and that sort of thing, but it's a it's, it's a pretty exciting evening, uh, both on the lower school campus and the upper school campus for those events. I, I think they're done really well. You've done a great job in setting those up. And so whenever a family is touring the school, I mean, you, you're in a unique spot of, how much of your day would, how much of your time would you say is now done to tours? Well, a lot less than, um than I used to do because I used to do tours one-on-one okay. and so and I did them every day of the week so um, now I offer weekly tours every Thursday and Friday so it's um, small groups typically um, I usually have up to three families at a time um, so it's still small enough we can answer all the all the questions and kind of customize to the grade levels of interest but um, it's not just constant yeah, tours all week long. I was going to say, in the past, it used to be like we would pass each other on a sidewalk because you were either going to give a tour or getting back from yes. giving a tour or in the middle of a tour, yeah. like you were always walking around. So yeah. um, so when you're giving tours, you're you're in and out of classrooms in from preschool all the way up through 12th grade. Like I said, that's kind of a unique thing to have somebody that is regularly in classes from preschool up through 12th grade. And so you see a lot of things. You're interacting with a lot of people coming through on tours. Uh, what are you... What do you feel like when when 
tours are happening on campus. Uh, you know, p- families are looking at, is this a good fit for their kid? What seems to be the thing that they're seeing in CBA that, that kind of locks them in, that they're like, that's when I saw that, or, or maybe they mentioned that to you, of, wow, that's a really cool thing that you have here. Yeah, I think number one would be the just the positive culture and environment. Um, so when you walk into a classroom, typically the students are pretty engaged in what they're doing. Um, we have classroom ambassadors in each grade level, which I love because it puts the ownership more on the students rather than on me or the teacher. So the ambassadors you know, will share what they're doing and maybe share an example of a project they've been working on recently. Um, so families typically really connect with the students on the tour and um, and it's just encouraging to see students who are very engaged and who love their classroom, want to show it off, um, you know, just students who are generally pretty happy to be here. Um, yeah. So that makes a big impression. And then um, also just the, the difference in the learning model. So a lot of our families are coming from traditional public schools or even private schools that have a more traditional model. Um, and, you know, I mentioned I had taught in public, a public school system before I came here. Um, and so there's just, there's a very stark difference um, between kind of that traditional model and what we do at CBA. Um, CBA is more project-based, so the students are, you know, most of the time they're working through some kind of project or activity, um, or they're doing a simulation or presentations. So it's, it's very student-centered as opposed to in a public school, you know, you typically would see the teacher up at the front of the classroom and the students are taking notes. Um, you know, they have their tests on Friday and it's very, you know, a scripted curriculum. So I think that makes a big impression on families just to see a more creative um, and more student-centered environment. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and that's from preschool all the way up through 12th grade. It, it's really kind of interesting to be able to walk through and see the model that we use happening in, in, in that wide range of, of, I guess, learning that can happen and, and to see kids up moving around up in groups. You know, we that that's something that, that I love about walking into a room and kids are typically, like you said, engaged. They're, they're in the process of, of trying to learn, trying to discover something new, trying to build a, a project or, or get their work you know, in collaboration with others to, to finish whatever it is the teacher was uh, having them do at the moment. And you really don't walk into a lot of rooms where you just have one person kind of lecturing from the front and everybody uh, kind of sitting and taking notes or, or that kind of environment. And especially the upper school, that is that is what you expect to see in a lot of places is that like everybody's sitting with their notes out and, and a teacher up in the front lecturing and everybody's learning to write down, you know, like everything the teacher says or, or outline or, or whatever their notes may be that day. And even in our upper school classes, that's just not what you see on the average. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a really kind of unique thing there. Um, what do you feel like families are looking for um, outside of the educational model maybe they see? What else uh, are families do they kind of question about or, or see and go, oh, that's a really cool thing. I didn't know you had that, or um, I'm glad to see that here. Yeah, I think a lot of families, you know, come to CBA because they have students who maybe need more of a challenge or um, maybe they, 
want a more creative environment or non-traditional environment, I guess. Yeah. Um, I will say one surprise I think that some families have um, since we are a STEM school, I think there's sometimes some confusion on, you know, what we're offering. And I think parents are pleasantly surprised to see that we offer all the fine arts and, you know, we have a theater program that's very popular and um, strings is very popular as well. And so I think that's a pleasant surprise for a lot of families since we're a STEM school. Uh, They, you know, sometimes families will have questions about that and, you know, do we still offer the the arts programs as well, which we do because, you know, we think they all support each other and Absolutely. learning should be integrated. So, And I think that's a very unique thing, like you said, in a STEM school that, you know, we, we teach Spanish from preschool all the way up through uh, their high school levels. Mm-hmm. Um, but not just that, that, which some people could say, oh, well, that's more academic. But when you look at the stuff that, that our art teacher has her students doing and uh, you can move over to the strings program, the music program. I, and I'll be honest, whenever I took the job here and we were talking about sending our kids here, my wife and I, that was one of the questions we had of, you know, well, what what kind of uh, related arts programs do they have? Because we know that there's value there. And we have been pleasantly surprised uh, at every level that our kids have been involved. And, and, you know, I've got kids now only in the upper school. It's sad for my wife, but um, I'm loving it. And it's still a cool thing to see the related arts program as they move into middle school and it it kind of widens a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, You you get a little bit more serious, I guess, with like if you're wanting to be a singer or vocalist or if you're wanting to play a string instrument. But then you also get the the string the the steam side of it with um, what Dr. Lucas and um, Jenny Spots do down there, and and you walk through those classrooms, and you've got middle schoolers that are designing stuff on the computer, printing it out on 3D printers, um, solving problems that that they put out there for them, or you know Miss Spots has got them going out in the woods doing something uh, over across the road here. I mean, it's it's a really cool thing to see the middle school program and and how they kind of expand that and start to hone in on what what kids are wanting to explore further. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a, a question that um, I was helping Dr. Lucas with. We had a student that got moved into an engineering class as a high schooler that that was not necessarily the class he wanted to take, but, you know, through some shifting around of classes, there was only, a, there was a limited amount of options, you know, and it was like, well, he could be in this engineering design class. and and. You know, one of the big things that Dr. Lucas is doing in there is allowing them to say, what are you wanting to explore this semester? Mm -hmm. And they're going to go through this process. They're going to learn the engineering process in this class, but it's allowing the kids to kind of take that ownership of like, I'm solving this problem or I've seen this and I want to explore it further. Um, And Dr. Lucas does a great job with them in that. And so Mm -hmm. seeing how those related arts continue to progress with them, it it turns from being a a class that they take, you know, once a week in elementary school to something that they're choosing to take um, as they progress into high school. And and you're seeing their passions, their interests. And man, some of those um, like art students, the the drawings that they're able to do in, in in the high school level, um, and we've had several graduates that have used that art as a springboard into, you know, what they want to do after high school. Right. Um, but then you also see it in their strings program. You see it in the vocals. Uh, you know, we had a, a student last year that got a perfect score in all East. Like, that's almost unheard of, right, to, to have that kind of perfect evaluation. And so the related arts program, I agree, is, is a really cool part of what we do as part of the education here. I'm sure uh, that surprises some. Um, and I think a lot of families 
you know, are looking for a more holistic experience. And so having a lot of different areas to explore is, you know, a, a draw for them. Um, and having a school that focuses on the personal development and the academics, you know, yeah. um, looking at the life skills and just those citizenship skills um, and just looking for a more holistic experience. So I think that's a, a big draw for for a lot of families and it's one of the things that we talk about we're trying to help with the whole child we're not just hoping that they learn academic knowledge while they're with us that we want to look at that what are the skills that someone needs to be successful right. mm -hmm. and hoping that we work together to build those um, in each kid right and help those kids then get where they want to be which from one child to the next is very different right um, and I know, you know, we've looked at that with graduating classes of, as they've left and looking at these classes as you look at where they're going when they leave us, whether they're going into a university or a college, a, a community college, a military experience, a gap year, and, and kind of the, the way some of these classes kind of shape and push towards different directions. And it's like, wow, that is, is a really cool group of, of kids. And then the next group comes up and you're like, wow, this is a really cool group of kids. <laughs> Um, that are graduating and we're still waiting to see like what are they going to do uh, to impact the world and I think they're going to impact the world in very positive ways yeah right well I really appreciate you sitting down and talking through this process with me and, and helping people hear this um, as well and, and if they want to reach out to you um, they can reach out to you by email ridenb at claytonbradleyacademy.org um, and that's spelled r-y-d-e-n and or they can go through the website and just uh, there's ways on the website to click to get information they can call the school and if you're not in your office leave a voicemail i'm sure you probably get a lot of those voicemails as well and um, just to find out more about the school and start this process we would love to uh, have anybody that's listening that's interested to come by and take a visit thank you so much for joining us today thank you kendall this has been the ignition point Clayton Bradley Academy's podcast, where every day we work with students to help them excel through critical thinking, problem solving, collaboration, and use of our lifelong guidelines and life skills. We hope you've enjoyed this interview with our Director of Enrollment Management, Brittany Ryden, and encourage you to apply or seek out more information through our website, www.claytonbradleyacademy.org. You can also catch us on social media sites at CBA STEM or at Clayton Bradley Academy. We hope that you have a wonderful day.